I used to wriggle and jump like that when I was younger, <laughs> but now I'm classed as the older generation. <laughs> but I wouldn't trade it. We learn a lot when we get older. We learn what to do and what not to do. And... <laughs> Oh, I oh, know I can't see it. I haven't got the glasses. <laughs> As well, I get older, um, I've learned that the uh, the kingdom of God is very important. We're supposed to seek it, to find it. The kingdom of God is within you because God says his presence is in us and we're to release it into the kingdom. Can we turn the fallbacks off? <laughs> the older generation. I bless this house that we're able to gather in here today. I declare that this house belongs to God. I consecrate it to God and place it under the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a house of blessing. And we say, come, Holy Spirit, evict everything that is not of you. Fill this house with your presence, Lord. Let your fruit come. Love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, gentleness, fullness, and self-control. I bless this house with overflowing peace and abounding love. May all who come here sense your presence and be blessed by it. Remember, God says to bless and not to curse. Your words are powerful. My words are powerful. Sometimes you have to eat your words. Get them sweet. <laughs> and as we walk through life, we begin to find out there's difficulties here and there. And I read a nasty thing in the scripture. It says, and you shall have tribulation. I didn't like that piece. But God's determined that you should be blessed. Walk in blessing, walk in everything. You know, your true worth is not determined by your own efforts, but the price Jesus paid for you on the cross. There, a great exchange took place. All your sins from the cradle to the grave were laid on him. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Saviour and Lord, all his righteousness was transferred to you. And it covers you. You don't have to strive for it. For the Bible says, For by grace you are saved. And that not of yourselves, it is a gift from God, especially for you. You've heard the story maybe about a, a $10 note. You can crumple it up, tear bits off it, stick it up with a sellotape, but it's still worth $10. It does not change just because it's been screwed up. And your value as a child of God, does not change when you get dirty or stepped on, torn apart by life circumstances. You are still valuable to God. He paid a price 
to win you back out of the enemy's hands because he loves you so much, so dearly. At times we tend to forget that with the excitement of life that happens around us now and then. (laughs) Jesus would say to you, whenever you feel distance from me, just whisper my name. Whisper my name in loving trust. This simple prayer can restore your awareness of my presence. Had a bit of trouble come my way this week. And to put that aside, to concentrate on Jesus my Saviour, was really difficult. Thoughts come, thoughts go. But if you think of the wrong things, they'll trouble you. But if you sort that out, is this from God or the enemy? If it's from the enemy, cast it out of your thinking, change your mind. Thoughts not brought into action will die and fade away. They're not yours anymore. God tells us what to think about, doesn't he? And his words are so good. Jesus says, My name is constantly abused in this world where people use it as a curse word. This verbal assault reaches all the way into heaven because every word is heard and recorded there. When you trustingly whisper my name, Jesus said, my aching ears are smooth, are soothed. The grating words of blasphemies cannot compete with the trusting child's utterance of Jesus. The power to bless both you and me is beyond our understanding, really. Jesus is saying, come to me with all your weaknesses, physical and spiritual, and rest in comfort of my presence. Remember that nothing is impossible with me. Pry your mind away from problems so you can focus your attention on me. Recall that I'm able to do immeasurably more than all you ask or imagine. Instead of trying to direct me to do this and that, seek to attune yourself to what I'm already doing. When anxiety attempts to wedge its way into your thoughts, remind yourself that Jesus, he is our shepherd. The bottom line is that he's taking care of you, therefore you needn't be afraid of anything. Rather than trying to manipulate control over your life, abandon yourself to my will, will, Jesus says. Though this may feel frightening, even dangerous, the safest place for you to be is in God's will. And he tells us, the Lord tells us, all these things that you have learned, pass them on to the next generation. You have suffered, you found a way to get around it, God's blessed you, he's led you, he showed you his word, follow him. And not only just follow him, but teach your children. They're going to have more difficulties than you've had. The world is very bad out there. But God is very good. God is very good. And I'm living proof of the mercy of God. I'm alive today to tell the story of grace and mercy and patience of God who led me 
to meeting with Jesus. And Jesus, he changed the direction of my life. He cleansed me with his blood from the power of sin I had had over my life. And because of this, long time ago, a man from this church kept visiting us and he kept talking about this Jesus all the time. It really annoyed me in those days. He wanted me to go to church and a, and a few times I yielded and went along and I hated the singing, all these hymns. I didn't like the atmosphere. I wanted to just get out of there and that was good. But he managed to con me into going back again and again. And I thought, I know, I'll trick this fellow. When he calls for us to go up the front and say this prayer they keep telling me about, well, I'll go and do it. That'll, that'll keep him quiet and they'll leave me alone. So time came along to go to the church and this man, once again, it was supposed to be a prayer meeting, I found out later, but it was turned into a gospel meeting just because I was there. Anyway, I decided, right, I'll go up the front. I said this prayer, Lord, Jesus, save me from my sins. Forgive me for everything I've ever done. Forgive me, Lord, for the sins of my generation in the past. Wash me in the blood. Be my Lord and Saviour of my life. And then I relaxed and I thought, oh, I feel quite good at the moment. But things changed in my life immediately. I just noticed that I didn't swear badly anymore. I didn't swear at all. It never even came, never even thought about it. I wasn't interested in going you know, the old glass of whatever now and then. I wasn't interested in fighting with my mates anymore. I had this peaceful sort of attitude. God did a real change in me. It's still taking years to sort through the things that have happened. But because of that, I, I, I thought to myself, well, I didn't go looking for God. He came looking for me. And I finally yielded. And through many trials and troubles, I've, I, I could have lost my life so many times. I've had three car accidents. I had yellow jaundice when I was young. And in those days, the medicines weren't that good as you can get today. I can remember my mum coming into the room with a tray of hot coals and some Yellow stuff you get out of sulphur, sulphur on it burning. And they left it in the room and everyone ducked out and I was in there in this room of sulphur fumes. Would the doctors um, give you that today? Probably not. But anyway, I lived. <laughs> and then one day I found a pain in my side and I thought, oh, what's wrong with this? And I found my practice, I'd usually pray about it ask God to fix whatever was broken and go to sleep. And but the next day, this pain was still there. So I thought, oh, I better ding, ring the doctor this time because it didn't go away. And I found out that I had appendix problem and, and it had burst in there. They took me to the hospital. Well, actually, they didn't take me. My wife took me up there. And the doctor says, you get straight to the hospital. I'll be there within an hour. And they knocked me out with something 
wasn't a baseball bat, no, it was <laughs> something else. And I woke up a few hours later, a little bit sore at the side, but the pain had gone. Hooray. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and I was healed up from that. Had three car crashes, I think I told you that. But most of them were not because of my fault. But I would say that, wouldn't I? <laughs> and then, then trials can come your way. One day I was hopped in the, out to go into the garage to get my car out to go downtown to have a haircut. It's about time to get rid of the fuzz on the top. Nowadays it just falls out. But anyway, <laughs> my son who was about, around about one year old, wanted to come with me. He was inside with Mum when I went out to the car, but he, he crawled down the steps, went out the driveway behind the car. And I started it up and I backed out of the shed and the car went up in the air and I thought, what's that? I didn't notice anything on the driveway before, so I drove back into the shed and I came out and I found my son Brent lying on the driveway. There was a tyre mark across his chest going up here because it was a bit of, bit of, had been raining a little bit. And immediately I cried out, God, it's not his time to go, and I command life to come into them in the name of Jesus. I wasn't cared about who heard me. I yelled it out top of my voice. And I reached down to touch my boy, and I felt something like an electric shock going through my arm into him. He still wasn't moving. He still wasn't breathing. And Mark Tuzef, a very heavy car, went over his chest. And a one-year-old not got strong bones like us. So we, my wife came out and saw what had happened. Call the doctor, I said, uh, call an ambulance. And though eventually the ambulance came. We took him to the hospital. And, and they began to examine him. Backtracking a little bit, on the driveway when I touched him, I felt this voice say inside of me, he's going to be all right. Now I wondered, was that God? I thought God spoke in King James English. But that's what I heard. He's going to be all right. Took to the hospital, rung the local pastor, as you do when there's a problem, and he came up. He laid hands on my son and prayed for him. And he turned around to me, he says, Graham, I've heard the Lord say he's going to be all right. The same words I heard on the driveway. And I knew inside by the peace that he will recover. They examined him, no broken bones. They thought because his head banged on the concrete driveway, he might have had some bleeding inside. So that he got a trip to Wellington where they could examine it and do something about it if there was anything wrong. But came back clean, no problem. Two or three days later, he's ripping around the driveway again, like any young kid would do. The God I received into my life, the Lord Jesus Christ, has done so many wonderful things. I could go on for an hour of the things that I've seen and the things that I've heard that even raises the dead. To me, my son had died that day, but now he's alive. 
He's 46 years old now. And I'm very grateful to God for his so, so goodness. I've learnt many things. I love to bless now. I love to bless people, to pray for people. I feel a... When I start praying for people, I feel God saying certain things, so I pray for those certain things he said. And we can see results come. Because it's as though you invite God into doing the work that he wants us to do. The Bible says he's in heaven at the right hand of the Father, but he's also inside us. And we are his mouth to speak his word. He's given us his whole body to be able to go places and take his word. He wants us to bring life to our generation. And as our generation receive the life from God, they will go forth and minister to the rest of the generation, even to those unborn yet. Now, I've, I feel a bit bold today to pray for blessings upon the men in this house. How many people, men here, have had their fathers lay hands on them and bless them? Anybody at all? Has your father, your earthly father, laid hands on you and blessed you? One. So I would like to, be, if you would s submit to this, I would like to pray of you in the place of your earthly father to pray a blessing upon you that it may affect your life and the lives of your children, whoever you pray for. So if you'd agree to that, and the men come and make a line along here, linked together, and shoulders to shoulder, so that I'll pray this blessing over you as though it was your earthly father doing it because he's changed his heart and he loves you now. Would you agree to that? Men, come. Shoulder to shoulder or arm around each one. One great big long, long line. <laughs> now I am not your real father but I want you in your mind to think that this is your real dad talking to you that he hasn't said and he's a bit repentant for the things that he's missed out in life and your real father right now is saying these words to you he says my child, I love you. You are a special gift from God. And I thank God for allowing me to be your father to you. I'm proud of you and rejoice over you. And now I bless you. I bless you with healing of all wounds of the heart, wounds of rejection, neglect and abuse that you have suffered. And in Jesus' name, I break the power of all cruel and unjust words spoken over you. 
I bless you with overflowing peace, the peace that only the Prince of Peace can give. And I bless your life with fruitfulness, good fruit, abundant fruit, and fruit that remains. I bless you with success. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. I bless the gifts that God has given you. I bless you with wisdom to make good decisions and to develop your full potential in Jesus Christ. I bless you with overflowing prosperity, enabling you to be a blessing to others. I bless you with a spiritual influence, for you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. I bless you with a depth of spiritual understanding and a close walk with your Lord. You will not stumble or falter, for the word of God will be a lamp unto your feet and a light to your pathway. I bless you to see women and men as Jesus did and does. I bless you to see, draw out and celebrate the gold in people, not the dirt. I bless you to release God in the workplace not just to testify or model good character, but also to glorify God with the excellence and creativity of your work. I bless you with good friends. You have favour with God and with man. I bless you with abounding and overflowing love from which you will minister God's comforting grace to others. You are blessed, my child. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And finally, I want to read you a prayer that God wrote and gave it to Moses. You've sung some of this Today, the priestly priestly prayer in Numbers chapter 6. But this is a version that's been translated from the Hebrew. It's got a little bit more depth to it. Now it says this. May Yahweh, who exists, kneel before you, making himself available to you as your heavenly Father, so he can bestow his promises and his gifts on you and guard you with a hedge of thorny protection that will prevent Satan and all your enemies from harming you. May he protect your body, soul, mind and spirit, your loved ones and all your possessions. May Yahweh who exists illuminate the wholeness of his being towards you, continually bringing you to order so that you will fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. May Yahweh, who exists, provide you with perfect love and fellowship, never leaving you, and give you sustenance and provision and friendship. May Yahweh, who exists, lift up and carry his fullness of being towards you, bringing everything that he has to your aid, supporting you with his divine embrace, and his entire being. May Yahweh, he who exists, set in place 
all you need to be whole and complete. So you can walk in victory moment by moment by the power of the Holy Spirit. May he give you supernatural health, peace, welfare, safety, soundness, tranquility, prosperity, perfection, fullness, rest, harmony, as well as the absence of agitation and discord. Copyright from God to the Father, from the Father to Moses. Amen. God so loves you.